Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, welcome to On The Pace for this Thursday morning edition. Uh, we've got Penrith racing tonight in their regular time slot this evening from Penrith, the first of which is to get underway at 6.03. Just the seven race card tonight, back to last night, and we had a big nine racer out of Bathurst. We had Doug Hewitt as our guest yesterday morning, and he led us into a winner in the open of My Buzz Lightning. So that was a good start to the night. Across the card, the winning was pretty well shared around with several different trainers and drivers collecting first prize money. But I must say, I was really looking forward to the last event on the card. It's an exciting time of year with the two-year-olds at Juvenile starting to step out and we had a field full of first starters last night in that two-year-old uh, pace race number nine. So we had to stay up a little bit for it, but it certainly didn't let us down where they rated sub two minutes home in 28 and one and the eventual winner after a good two-horse battle was Finery just defeating Silk Cloud. Now, uh, in terms of Finery's breeding. She's a filly by Bling It On out of Dazzle and Days, a better's delight mare. And that was Bling It On's first ever starter as a sire. And he's on the board straight away. So that certainly uh, suggests that he's going to have a fine career as a sire. And I believe he's had a pretty busy time over the last few seasons and he's been very popular as well. So no doubt he'll be even more popular now. This morning, Sammy Kilgower, a part owner of Bling It On, joins us for On The Pace. No doubt a very excited Sammy as well after that result last night. Thanks for your time this morning, Sammy. It was great to see and I'm sure that you were just absolutely tickled pink with that result last night. Hey, Brittany. Yeah, cheers for, cheers for having me. Oh, absolutely uh, ecstatic. I um, I feel like a proud mum. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you have every right to as well. You're based in New Zealand now. So judging by the times, I'm sure that you probably didn't wait up for the race, but you would have been first on to check the results this morning. And you must have just been so excited because that very rarely happens, horses having their first starter as a sire for a winner. And to do it in New South Wales, where Bling It On did so much racing as well, uh, it's just a perfect start. Yeah, for sure. No, it was a little bit late for me last night. So um, the first thing I did at 6am this morning was check the results and I was uh, absolutely over the moon to see that see that the little girl had got up. It's, it's actually a really surreal feeling to check the results and your horse is the sire. It's, it's a really, really cool feeling. Yeah, absolutely. We heard yesterday, I saw Chris Barsby mentioning uh, across social media that he's been retired, bling it on. So can you confirm that for us? Obviously, from the racetrack, he's going to be pretty busy aside from that, but he's run his final race again, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, again, yep. Um, yeah, we, we did make the decision to retire him. You know, uh, these these boys coming through, oh, they're, they're really good horses and... Um, He's ten now, and whilst he he was still competitive with them, we just we just decided that yeah now's now's the time, and um yeah as that book closes uh yeah this this next chapter of his life is at, yeah just opening for him so uh yeah we're really excited for his future as a stallion and yeah it's uh really really cool. Yeah, it is a great start from that perspective and great timing as well with him retiring from the racetrack. What was your favourite 
win for bling it on out on the racetrack i know that he earned over 1.8 million dollars so you have plenty of races to get through when it comes to your favorite but is there one that stands out yeah probably uh probably that comeback victoria cup um that was not expected at all um we knew that he would want, uh, run a good race but oh i i can't even describe the feeling that night i was I was crying. I was, I was so happy. Uh, he was just—it was a real fairy tale moment for us, and he deserved that win. Um, yeah, like what he'd been through with that nasty accident that he had in Queensland, and to come back and do what he did—it was just, yeah, really, really incredible. So, I'd, yeah, definitely that one, I'd say. One thing about Bling It On was that he raced with distinction right from day one. He won his first ever start at Bankstown. He raced right throughout his two-year-old career, well, his two-year-old preparation, I guess. He was a Group 1 winner at two. And to still be racing as a nine-year-old in that top echelon as well, it says a lot for his constitution. He was third in a Victoria Cup behind Lochinvarat just a few months ago. What made him so special? Because apart from the fact that he had probably a heart as big as himself, he just had all the assets required to make a great racehorse. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of the credit um, has to go to Luke and the team out at Cobbety Equine. The way that they've maintained him over the years, I mean, like he's, he's a 10-year-old and he's still competitive. As you said, up until a couple of months ago, he ran he ran third in the Victoria Cup, and he was he was super in that race as well. So, yeah, a lot of the credit has to go to those guys out there. Like they've just done an incredible incredible job with him to maintain him over the years. Um, but his attitude too, like he's just he's just a dude. Like he he. I remember actually, I we brought him over to New Zealand for the Inter Dominions and. Uh, I was walking him around before one of his heats and he was moseying along next to me. He didn't have a colt bit on. There was horses everywhere. There was people everywhere. And he just, he was just taking it all in. Like he, he's, he's just a dude. His attitude is just impeccable and his manners. Uh, yeah, he's, I, yeah, I just love him. <laughs> Well, that being said, have you bred any little bling ons of your own? I know it's a family that, apart from the fact that he's been an incredible racehorse, even going back to his breeding, it's a family that means a great deal to you. So have you bred any yet? Where are we going to see them popping up? Is there some in New Zealand or will we be seeing him, uh, you know, make his mark over there over the next few seasons? I'd love to see him in New Zealand. Um, I don't have any over here yet, but I, I am working on it. <laughs> Um, I've actually only got uh, one mare that's not related to him. So um, <laughs> um, I've only been able to breed two. Uh, the first filly, she is a two-year-old now. She's going along really nicely. She's got a great attitude like him. Um, so hopefully she'll be sort of ready to trial in, in the next couple of months. And then my next filly unfortunately had a bit of a paddock accident and I had to put her down, but she was, um, she was an outstanding fight. And, um, yeah, I think she, she was actually probably one of the nicest horses I've ever bred. She was, she was outstanding. Uh, so yeah, I've only got one at the moment, but hopefully I can, hopefully I can get one in New Zealand very shortly. (laughs) 
That'll be the plan, no doubt. Just having a look at his stats, they've already been updated. And when it comes to his uh, progeny summary, one for one, and he's had 176 live foals. So no doubt, I'm pretty sure he had a busy season this season. That number's going to grow exponentially over the next few years. Thanks for your time this morning, Sammy. Congratulations on not only what your boy did on the track, but also last night as a sire. And I'm sure there's plenty more to come. Awesome. Thanks so much, Brett. Sammy Kilgard this morning. I remember chatting to Sammy after that Victoria Cup win here on On The Pace and she was absolutely thrilled and you can still hear that excitement in her voice when she talks about Bling It On and he's set up now for a brilliant career as a sire. On the board straight away, one for one and we'll keep an eye out over the next few months as he has more and more start to step out at the trial and the races, at the trials and the races as well. We're also going to have a chat to Gavin Fitzpatrick shortly when it comes to not only his runners over the next few days, he's got a drive tonight at Penrith and also one on Saturday night at Menangle in the feature race of Powerface Adios, but... Uh, his father, Paul, and himself have already qualified two runners for the Chariots of Fire, which is to take place next Saturday night uh, in the form of Zeus Bromac and also JOK. That $200,000 feature already has the first five starters through. They were the first four home in, yes, in last week's Hondo Grattan, I should say, as well as that Bonanza winner from Melton in Boots Electric. There will be an invitation uh offered to the winner of the Gold Nugget tomorrow night out of Perth. Whether they choose any of those uh, WA Raiders to accept that invitation or not, we'll decipher if it's the first four home to, uh, on Saturday night, I should say, in the Palface Adios, or the first four home from that plus the fastest fifth out of either the Hondo Grattan or the Palface Adios. So that's all to come as well. I think Gavin's with us now to have a chat about Penrith tonight. Not quite. We'll see if we can bring him up in the next few moments, but we'll look ahead to a few of the other feature racing uh, meetings over the next few days right across Australia. We've got the gold nugget tomorrow night, race number five on the card from Gloucester Park. It's a $200,000 group one for the four-year-olds and Magnificent Storm is looking to remain unbeaten in Australia. He's had 13 starts overall for 12 victories, his lone defeat came in New Zealand when he was ninth at Alexandra Park. But ever since then, he's absolutely swept the, uh, I should say, WA pacing scene by storm. He's had 12 starts there for 12 victories. His effort in that four-year-old classic a fortnight ago at Gloucester Park was sensational. He won by 13 metres against many of the same, uh, I guess, competitors that he's to take on. Again, on Friday night, he has been dealt the outside draw of nine, but all things being equal, it's hard to see any of those other runners turning the tables on him. When it comes to Country Cups action in Victoria, we've got the Ararat Pacing and Trotting Cups on Friday night as well. The Trotters Cup is only a small field of six, but Have Horse Will Travel is a short price favourite there for Andy and Kate Gath. Much the same with the Pacing Cup at Group 3 level. Only seven starters, but it's certainly an intriguing battle between I'm Another Masterpiece for Jess Tubbs and Karen Manning. Riley Majors now in the care of Adam Kelly, the uh, super Patazzi paces, the dark is racing Willem. Majestic Cruiser was also a winner on Saturday night in one of the undercard races at Tabcourt Park Melton. Then we switch attention to Saturday night here in New South Wales. 
with the running of the Siberia Stakes, which is a qualifier for the Mayors for the Ladyship Mile, a favourite there. And what has been a pretty competitive betting race between Rock and Roll Angel and Stylish Memphis at the top end. But then there's also quality mares like multiple group one winner, no win, no feed. Dracaris has drawn quite nicely. Just a little talk. She'll be looking to qualify for the Ladyship Mile. Uh, a race that her mother won, so that would be quite the story. And then that last qualifier for the four-year-olds for the Chariots of Five. I've also got an early scratching there, Major Jody coming out, which does pave the way for the first emergency, the Mustang. But quite a few runners having their first start at Menangle, which can sometimes be a little tricky. Kowalski analysis comes up with the inside draw. One change makes his way down from Queensland, as does Will the Wizard. And then we've got a few that know Menangle like the back of their hands, expensive ego. Uh, perfect strides done a great deal of racing and Pacifico Dream has been to Menangle on occasion as well so that's a very very strong four-year-old race and a few runners that probably deserve a spot in a chariots of fire are going to miss out as well so uh, really looking forward to that card of eight from Menangle on Saturday night. Gavin Fitzpatrick joins us here on On The Pace to have a quick chat about a few different things, but we'll kick off, Gav, with the performance of Zeus Bromack there on Saturday night in the Hondo Grattan. You must have been thrilled with how he went about his work. He looks to be such a professional, and he's certainly going to be right in the Chariots of Fire. Yeah, for sure, Brittany. Good morning to you. Um, yeah, he, he uh, went super. Um, he um, It was great when we were able to find the front, and... Um, he sort of got it fairly cheap in the middle, and then it was always going to be hard to run him down. But I was really thrilled how he went. His third run back from a let up, and he's just getting better with each run. A 26 6 first quarter and a 26 2 final quarter. So he's managed to do it at both the start and the finish of the race. And I was going to ask you about that piece of information you just conveyed about the third up uh, run into that race, fourth up, you should think he'd be cherry right for the chariots of fire now. And you've obviously targeted that first qualifier to give him that extra week to recover. How has he come through that race? Yeah, he's come through very well. Yeah, he pulls up great for his runs. He sort of thrives on the racing. It wouldn't have sort of, we wouldn't have been too perturbed if we would have had the race again this week because he, he, um, he just loves the racing, and um, that's how he won the Breeders' Crown. He sort of went heat semi-final, and his best run was in the final. So, um, but yeah, no, he's up great, and um, yeah, it's just a matter of getting him right for the next Saturday now. He's been very well looked after. For a four-year-old, he hasn't been overtaxed by any means and he went to the Breeders' Crown and was able to tick that one off in November of last year. This has obviously been a target for a long time, this Chariots of Fire campaign. Yeah, for sure, for sure. He's um, been from New Zealand he's sort of not eligible for any size stakes facing or anything like that. So, um, yeah, those sort of those races like the Chariots are sort of high on the agenda and being on the, our home track, uh, it was always one we'd love to be able to win, yeah. JOK also qualified with a fantastic third. You didn't drive him, obviously. You can't drive both, but no doubt going back and watching the replay, you would have been super happy with his effort. I thought he was the eye-catcher of the race. Yeah, for sure, I agree. Yeah, he um, he went super. It's probably one of his best ever runs. Um, he, he's, he's just got better and better, this preparation. He's always, We've always really liked him, but this preparation, he's just gone to a new level. And he's just got super high speed, but he's now learning. He's had a few runs in 
150, 151 mile races, and I think it's got him stronger now. So hopefully um, he can just keep getting better and hope for a good draw for the chariots, yeah. Yeah, well, at least they're both through. There's quite a few nice horses that still have to get their ticket through this weekend. And I'll ask you about Bad to the Bone in a few moments who contests that power face, Adios. But tonight you've just got the one drive at Penrith. Race five, in fact, race one, number five, on the rock. A horse who's won just a lone race from six starts. But that first up victory was very good. And since they've rated quite solid time in his subsequent two races. So tonight it looks quite a winnable contest despite what looks to be a potentially tricky draw on paper. Yeah, that's right. Um, he He's uh, he's probably not going, so I think he should be going, but his last two runs have been against older, more seasoned horses who are sort of in pretty good form. And tonight I think he, it's a bit of a drop in class. Uh, he's got pretty good gates, so I think he should be very handy and I, I give him a pretty good chance, yeah. He steps it out to the 21-25 metres for the first time. Is that any concern to you, or do you think uh, that the extra trip may well be to his benefit? Um, I don't think it's a concern. It's the first time he's ever run over it, so I suppose you're never quite sure. But um, he, he, he's, he's, quite, he's got a bit of strength about him, so I'd, I'd be disappointed if he, if he couldn't get the trip, yeah. When it comes to position, you mentioned that he had good gate speed, so you'll be trying to use that early on. Is there a horse to your inside that you think could hold him out or do you expect him to find the top or at least hope that you can find that spot? Oh, there's a little bit of speed inside him. Um, probably the one, two and three all get out pretty good, but um, he, he, he's, got, he's developed really good gate speed this preparation and over the 2100 drawn a bit wider, you can get a bit of a run at him, so... I, I, I think he'll, he'll go close to leading anyway, yeah. We'll switch attention to Saturday night before we let you go. And in that pale face, Adios, uh, your father Paul lines up bad to the bone, who you take the reins behind. Another that came through that Hondo Grattan, and in terms of uh, ability, he's always raced in the top company and has now joined your stable. What was the report from Robbie Morris after that effort? Because on times, 53-8-26-1 is final fractions. His first go at Menangle, you probably can't go a great deal quicker than that. No, no. On um, After watching the replay and that, we were quite happy with the run. Robbie was happy enough with him. Um, yeah, and that was his... As you said, his sectionals were very good, and he does appear to be a horse who just takes that little bit to wind up. So it probably didn't suit him, like getting home that quick, back being back in the field. So uh, I think we if, we were quite happy with the run, and that was his first run for a little while. He hadn't raced for a few weeks, and his first look at Menangle, of course. So we were quite happy, and um, just got to hope probably this week for a bit more speed on in the middle stages, which there appears there probably will be. But you know, a lot uh, go forward as in the race. So hopefully. Uh, with speed on, he'll be getting home pretty strong. It's a very, very competitive field, though, isn't it? And some nice horses are going to miss out. The likes of Kowalski yeah. Analysis, Expensive Ego and One Change all drawn to your inside. So it's going to be quite hard to qualify, it must be said. Yeah, for sure. It, uh, a few weeks ago, sort of people said, oh, it doesn't look as strong this year, the chariots, but uh, they've come from everywhere and it looks very strong and looks very even you know there's no standout but a lot of very good horses in it so 
Um, yeah, that, you're right. There's going to be some nice ones miss out. And I think draws and luck in running are going to play a big part. Yeah, absolutely. Well, best of luck tonight, Gavin. Also on Saturday night with Bad to the Bone. Appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, no worries, please. Gavin Fitzpatrick there with a good push tonight for his runner at Penrith in the opening race on the card on the rock. So expect to see it be driven pretty positively at the start and bad to the bone. We'll be looking for a little more genuine tempo in that pale face adios. And it would surprise me if that didn't unfold with those all important first four positions on the line. I don't think anybody will be driving overly conservatively. So we could expect to see quite a solid clip set in that race for the final opportunity to qualify for the Chariots of Fire. So that's on the pace for this Thursday morning. We've covered plenty of territory. Fred Hastings will be back tomorrow to preview all things Tabcourt Park Menangle on Saturday night for what's going to be a bumper card of racing.